We live in a broken and dangerous world. If you want to learn to prevail, no matter the situation, you belong here. Go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Every day ready for the adventures we choose and the emergencies we don't. Hey guys, Joel here with another episode of the Everyday Ready Podcast. Now, I want to talk today briefly about primitive survival shelters, or just, you know, surviving in general, but we need to define some things, right? So I've got a Google page pulled up in front of me here. It's an images page, and I just typed in primitive survival shelter. <laughs> the question that always comes to my mind, and I'm not mocking this in any way, believe me, I am not uh, mocking the skill set or, or the use of these if you actually need to use them, but primitive survival skills uh, are one thing that I just am not sure how often the vast majority of people would use. So, you know, I'm looking at different you know, shelters here built out of wood, just long sticks that people will, you know, strip the, the extra branches off of. So you just get down to the main beam of the, of the piece of wood and you just kind of, you know, lay them up into, into, um, you know, teepee shapes or building structures out of them, um, to completely enclose and protect you from the elements. Now here, <laughs> I just have a hard time with the direction of this because for me, I would never take the time to build one of these. Um, furthermore, it's like I can't. I can't even come up with a scenario where I would where I would need to build one. Um, you know, if I'm out in the woods, if I'm out in the mountains, if I'm anywhere, uh, I've got the gear with me that I already need to survive. More modern gear that's going to work better for me. Um, whether I'm just out overnight, which is the hope, or if I have to stay for a week, uh, the gear that I need, I've already got on my back. Um, and of course there will be people who want to play the what if game. Well, what if, you know, you trip down a slope and your pack full of gear tumbles down into the river and the river carries it off and it's all gone. Well, okay. In that case, you know, the one in a million then go ahead and memorize and learn how to build all of these different primitive survival shelters and, and you know, more power to you. Honestly, uh, I, just, I just can't come up with a scenario, especially for a person who is trying to just uh, survive or get home uh, from a, um, you know, like a, in a city or something. You live in a town or even like, you know, myself, I live just outside of town. Um, we live on 10 acres. My, my entire plan for pretty much everything is to shelter in place at home. Um, I have a real hard time finding a scenario where I'm going to have to leave my house and bug out for an extended period of time out into the forest or woods someplace. Uh, there, that just doesn't exist around where I live it would be prohibitive to try and travel with, you know, my wife and my four kids for long distances on foot. It would be better for us to use our own home as our shelter. And of course, you're going to get the what if game coming in again. Well, what if your house gets blown down by a tornado? Well, I'm still not going to hike out into the woods and bug out for weeks at a time where I'm going to need to build a survival shelter. I'm going to walk 400 yards across that field to my 
my neighbor's house and, and camp in their basement. Like, that's, that's what's going to happen. I, you know, it's kind of fun to, to fantasize about these situations and these environments and these things that might happen, you know, the zombie apocalypse and all that, that kind of stuff. But I'm, I guess I'm not about that. I, <laughs> I'm more of a realist, and uh, I like to pass everything through this lens. Um, and the meat and potatoes of what I'm going to talk about today is called the three Ps now. Um, this is in relation to firearms training. I used to teach a lot of gun classes over the years, hundreds of students, and, and uh, I can't claim this as my own. I learned it from another tactical trainer, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regurgitate it and pass it along to you. It's called the three Ps, and it stands for possible, plausible, and probable. And so when I look at different situations, it doesn't matter whether it's uh, you know, personal protection you know, with a firearm or whether it's a, a survival situation or, or whatever it might be, um, I, I pass every decision through this filter. Uh, is it possible that this thing will happen? Is it plausible or is it probable? And you know, each one has a higher likelihood of happening. So let's just put it in these terms. And you know, if you if you know me, you'd, you've heard this you've heard this story a bunch. So here's one that I use. Um, is it possible that a silent black helicopter full of terrorists is going to fast rope down onto the top of the building? of your workplace and come inside and take everybody hostage. Sure, it's possible, <laughs> but is it plausible? Not really. Is it probable? No, it, it definitely doesn't fall into the probable category, right? Now take, take the, uh, the survival shelters here that I'm, you know, I'm trying to bring it back around. Take the survival shelters. So I am driving my car downtown of the city that I live near and there's a civil unrest situation. My car gets boxed in by traffic and or people, and I decide to bug out of there. I ditch my car, I grab my get home bag, and I hightail it out of there. I am going to move quickly to the section of town, which I already have pre-planned, the section of town that has the most woods, the least amount of people. Uh, I personally will probably find a really good place to hide until dark and then I will put on my night vision goggles and strap up my AR-15 pistol and I will work my way home in the darkness where no one can see me. Uh, that, is that possible? Absolutely. Is it plausible? In my liberal college town it certainly is plausible. Is it probable? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, just just during the 2020, you know, uh, George Floyd riots and and all those kinds of things, we had a group of people in our downtown area that were, um, you know, blocking off city streets with their with their vehicles. Um, and I was down there, and I saw one of these people pull up in a minivan. A bunch of people jumped out of the minivan, and they started blocking the street. Well, I was able to just kind of whip a Yui real quick u-turn and, and get out of there but but you know so i would put that in the probable category is that probably going to happen again you know in our current climate yeah yeah it falls into the probable category so i'm going to be prepared for that i'm going to i'm going to spend resources time money training whatever it might be to help uh, deal with that kind of a situation should it arise how is one of these primitive 
skills, primitive survival shelters, uh, going to help me in that probable scenario as I, you know, make my way through 15 miles of, of woods and countryside to, to get to my house from, from downtown? Not very much is the answer. I cannot see a situation where I would stop and take the time to build one of these structures, you know, chopping and cutting things down and, and yada yada. I'm going to be wanting to move light and fast. Uh, I'm not going to stay in one place long enough to need any of that. So I guess my whole point with this is it's not, it's really not to bash on the primitive skills. Like I, I think it's cool. I think it's really fun stuff to know to be able to build these primitive shelters and, and uh, you know, live in them uh, for extended periods if you, if you needed to. But I just like to bring things back to the three Ps. Is it possible? Is it plausible? Is it probable? I will spend my time, my money, my resources, you know, training, planning, thinking about, um, and, and running through the scenarios that are probable. Am I probably going to have to deal with this at some point? What are those scenarios? In fact, I limit that. What are the top five of those scenarios? Because I could dream up 10 or 20 different things, but what are the top five that I will most likely have to deal with in my area of operation, you know, the given climate, the, the, the time of year, take all the variables into account. What am I going to have to do? I take those top five probables and I plan for those. And the gear that I come up with to help mitigate those, well, that's the stuff that goes into a, a get-home pack or a, you know, a short-term bug-out bag or, or something like that. I'm uh, just not going to spend all that much time on the rest of the stuff. So uh, that is my short and quick uh, tip for today. Again, the three Ps. Pass every decision through that lens. Figure out what it is for yourself. What's probable? Not what's plausible or what's, what's possible because that's a laundry list that could get really long and stinky. Take a lot of your time. What's probable for you? And develop your plan around that. Make sure and hit that subscribe button, guys. Thanks for listening to the Everyday Ready podcast, where we are all about the adventures we choose and the emergencies we don't.